What's up? What's going on, How man? How you doing? Oh, I'm doing great, man. I'm excited. Excited to be here today. How about you, brother? How you doing, Matt? I'm doing very well. Very excited for this experience. Before this, so so first, so first and foremost, I have how long have we worked together? Us two? Yeah. Oh, years beyond yeah, right. beyond when we started the business, yeah. but um, <laughs> yeah, we we established back in 2012, and you know, kind of started putting our minds together a little bit, you know, within the years leading up to that. So right. solid ten years, I would say, all wow. in all, right wow. now, you know. Dude, that's fucking yeah. that's badass. Yeah. So listen, so for, for the people that for the people that listen into this, right? We have people that listen in all around the world, um, that are entrepreneurs, right? So for the segment that I want to go over here, I'm all about like I told you prior to jumping on this shit, like it's all about just being authentic for me. Yep, one hundred percent. So first and foremost, give me like the spark notes version of who Relentless Fitness is. I think Relentless Fitness is about a movement really reaching out to deliver a quality-based product and really trying to give back to the people. Um, over the years, the gym industry has taken a turn for that quantity-based, you know, how many people can we get in? How can we make our price so low that everyone will come and pay but then not come? You right. know, we just kind of want to take their money in a sense. And going through our journey with all different moves of fitness from the corporate world to doing sports-specific stuff with kids or middle-aged people or anything in between really trying to say to ourselves how do we how do we change this you know like what's going to be the move and I think it comes back to going back to trying to deliver that quality-based product and why are these people why do people want to go to the gym they want to make themselves feel better whether it be mentally physically and emotionally and that's really what our movement is truly about is to really take control of people guide them, lead them, and try to eliminate every reason why you would not go or maybe why you would give up and quit along the way and keep them a part of that. And so, and I fucking love that. That's fire, man. That's fire. And so, let me ask you a quick question. Uh, I'm going to ask you this, Paul. Yeah, definitely. So, what, what would you say, like, what makes Relentless unique? And the reason why I'm asking this, right, because so many people that listen, they're thinking about their businesses, they're thinking about their personal yeah. branding. Mm-hmm. So, from your perspective, right, what is it? What is the what's the massive value fucking add that you guys are adding in here for these for these members? Yeah, I think what what really makes a lot of successful things tick, whether you look at uh, other businesses or uh, um, you know even like in the in the sports world. Uh, you know, championship teams or anything of that sort is culture. You know, we, I think we go back to culture a lot. And even in the, within the last six months to a year, Matt and myself have really kind of dived back into, uh, to, you know, harping on our culture from uh, taking it from our community and our members and bringing it in even into our team. So I think we've realized how important culture has been to our community along the way. And I mean, we really, right. I mean, we really just nonstop that that's like what it all, when we go back to the drawing board for anything, it goes back to, does this fit in with, you know, like we just talked about climbing that same mountain and having that same culture and that same, that same goal, you know? So I think that's, that's the big word and that's what it goes back to a lot, you know? I think, I think the one thing though that people like underestimate is how much people like community. No, like, yeah, yeah. Community is mm-hmm. everything. Oh, man. definitely, yeah. And that's one thing. Every time I see you guys posting stuff and doing different things, like I always see a bunch of people, like you know, together doing things together. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one thing that makes you guys so unique. Um, and my phone just died in the middle of But like that's that's one of the things that that's what I have too. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> got my backup. God. But you know, like, that's one of the things though that that make that I feel like make you guys so unique. You know, and if anybody who's an 
entrepreneur that's listening, like that's a key thing to take away because so many people they focus on you know starting something, starting a business. Whether and mm-hmm. your your business is membership based, yeah, yes. you're in the same space that I'm in. I'm in the reoccurring billing space, yeah. Sure. And so for you guys, the more members you have, the the more money you're making. Yeah. Yeah. And but the one thing that you guys done very well is that you focus on the community aspect. Like obviously Alexa, shout out to Alexa from yeah, the Fair. Yes. Um, <laughs> you know, she she's obsessed with you guys. She always posting, she always you know, shouting you guys out. But like you you guys do things that make your members want to get involved. Mm-hmm. And that's huge. And what do you think it is, Matt, that you do that makes them want to share that content? Well I think a big thing is coming from that corporate both of us are coming trying to get away from that corporate take right. where they're not listening to the people. You're just kind of going along the way, but you're not taking advantage of listening to the people. What would they like different? What would they like to change? Would they like to try something new? And not being afraid. We've never been afraid to try something. And that is a big I thing. Because, because you Wait a second. He just fucking... That was fucking fire. <laughs> <laughs> that was a little fire. Is that a sound effect? Yeah, I, yeah. I like that. It's cool. Yeah. That's I think, I like oh, it. Oh, yeah. That was fucking fire. <laughs> I think it comes down to not, we've both of us from, since we were little, you know, we're not afraid to give it a go. And in that moment, you know, it comes down to either winning or learning. It's not winning or losing. Like you have to evolve in that moment. If you have that mentality. You have to have that mentality. You can't be afraid to fail because like I said, failing's not really, I mean, you may mess up, I would say, but if you keep doing the same thing over and over again, that's one thing. I mean, that's, that's silly. You know, you're not going to get anywhere, but if you could try it, and try to give it to the people and see what it is. Get their feedback. Talk amongst each other, amongst our team. How can we make this better now? What right. can we take from that experience and optimize it? Let's make it better. Let's keep. And I think that's really, when you think back to our whole journey, that's all it's really ever been. And I think, you know, that's, I mean, entrepreneurship is really just not being afraid to go for it and to never give up and to, to stay relentless. I mean, that's our, that's our, all it's in our opinion. heart. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's about being able to be relentless through all of it, through the ups and downs. And when it's good, there's still stuff going on. When it's bad, it could be really bad, but you have to constantly just being able to dig and fight through and, and find a way you will, you will make it, you know? And I think, I think that's something that we've really done a pretty good job of is, is uh, listening to the people, yeah. trying things out, evolving. Right. But um, also, there's, there's also the other side of the spectrum where, like, for instance, let's just say someone like Steve Jobs. Mm-hmm. Apple. Who here has an Android? No one. Nobody. <laughs> three for three. Three for three. You got two iPhones. You got two iPhones. But the whole thing, though, like, the whole thing is when you think about that, right? Apple, does their, their whole model, their whole, their whole MO is not give with the client what they want. It's create the client doesn't realize they want. Yeah. Like so, but that's so, the hard part, uh-huh. though, right? Like that's and but like they do very well. Like think about it. how many times do we see new Android features come out mm-hmm. and we're like, why the fuck can't the iPhone like have a keyboard? Yeah. You, know, if you want to have a keyboard, yeah. right? Or why can't like you know stupid stuff like that? And it's like, or why can't it be like Androids have been waterproof for fucking yeah, <laughs> long time yeah, yeah, yeah. now? And like iPhone just made it, you know, yeah. waterproof. So it's like. But they, they give a shit in the order that they give it to us, but we still, mm-hmm. because it's such a good quality of product, Correct. we just take it. Yeah. A little so, what you want. He, he's got a good one on this. He says it all the time, and I, I try to go back to it, but I know what you hit him with that one. Well, what I was going to say, the one little thing about Apple that I respect so much, and this is something that we talk about all the time, and is about the little things add up to the big things. Right. So no matter how big Apple has got, anytime I get a new Apple product still to this day, 
you look at the packaging, okay? You open the package and the pride that they take in just the package, how everything has a little place. You know, you get all excited oh, and you yeah. start taking everything out. The, these guys are one of the biggest companies. They don't. They are the biggest company in the world. Yeah, they don't necessarily <laughs> need to necessarily do that. Right. But the reason why I respect them so much is because they don't ever forget where they came from and they take pride in those little things. Right. And the little things add up to the big things. Right. And that's yeah. something that we always talk about too. I mean, from. You know, cleaning and organizing mm-hmm. to delivering the best product that mm-hmm. we can or expanding, coming here today and doing something bigger for our mission, for our team. Like, yes. and but I, I guarantee you right now, our product is being held down 100% at home base. Right. And while you're out. Yeah. While we're out. You know, and that's, that's a shout out to our team who we, who we love so much. We wouldn't be here today without them. Shout so, out to yeah, that's our relentless, relentless team is very strong, you know. Yes. So, I think... Going back, like he said before, about taking the past six months to a year or so and focusing so much on our culture and our core values and starting from us down, from doing all these little things, but then putting it out and then creating such an atmosphere that the team feeds off of as well as our members and our people. And like you said, these people want to be a part of it. This is something... This is something bigger than fitness. This right. is like a movement. You know what right. I mean? This is this is something greater. What we talk about is helping people become the best version of themselves mentally, physically, and emotionally. Right. It's, it's not just, you know, how much can you lift or how fast can you run or how tough are you? How fast can you punch? Right. It's taking all those yeah. things and putting them together. I think one thing to add about when we, before we leave, like as far as connecting with the community, that we realized that a big turning point from us was when, you know... We, everyone could be stubborn at times. You know, we first started, you know, operating and, and it was more so like, you know, these, this community and these members really cared. Like, that's what you noticed and you saw. Like, when people were in it, they were wholeheartedly in it, especially when they realized how they attract to Relentless in the way, the way of life. And what was happening a lot, we found, like, people will come to us and have different ideas and, you know, this and that and, oh, your website this, your, you know, you should offer this, you should do that. They just wanted to help, you know. They just wanted to build to what they felt had so much potential and wanted to be a part of. So in the beginning, like, we even, we know we're guilty of it, you know, like, being a little stubborn. I'm like, nah, like, uh, yeah, don't worry, we got it under control, we'll figure it out. And then a couple years later, like, we said, listen, like, if, you know, we got to listen to what, what our community, like... Why are we treating it any different than we are our relationship or, or, or if we're working with our, our team or, you know what I mean? Like, why, why are we treating that any different? Like, let's, we could all become one, especially in a place like a gym, you know what I mean? Especially in a community like that. And I think that's where we really hit the switch a little bit and took a, another step up, you know, is really listening to the people. And like you said, you know, giving them what they want, but also making sure we always give them what they need too. You know what I mean? So, cause there's so many things that they don't know they need. Yeah. Right? Oh, and, sure. And what would you, you say that would be a big play and I'll, I want some of your thoughts on yeah, mm-hmm. what are two, so anybody so essentially what you're creating is not just a culture for your you know your employees but you're also creating a culture for you know your your actual uh, customers and your members mm-hmm. so what what would you say that you've learned over the past you know couple of years that has helped you create the formula to create a good atmosphere like that for anybody that's listening, it's like, oh, I want to do that for my business. Mm-hmm. What would you say you've learned that you would add value there on? Um, well, I would say to always understand the end vision of where you really want to be and then be able to backtrack from there and understand, like, it's going to take a long way to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, but with that said, I think it's like 
you know, being able to be in those, in the different moments of the different growth and take different things as they come along the way, but also being able to step back and do sober assessments in a sense of not being able to be emotionally invested in it. In a sense, it's a very non-emotional sport business. Right. You know what I mean? So you have to be able to step back and be like, all right, you know, should we do this? Should we change that? Like, right. and, and then from there, being able to go and grow off of that. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I think making those adjustments when you like when you're not in the heat of the moment and not irrational, you know, kind of 24 hour rule, if you want to call it that, you know what I mean? Think about it, sleep on things from the from the littlest things like we talked about Apple to the biggest things like they're all people might say it's such a small thing. You know, sometimes your team member might turn to you and be like, it's such a little thing. Why you why you, it's important, though, you know, they all, all right. build up. I like to, you know, something that, um, you know, uh, one of our partners our investor uh, told me, you know, I, this was months back, earlier in the year, and it really resonated with me. It was about, it's okay, and, and I guess you could relate it, you could call it failing, quitting, you know, or not quitting, failing, you know, falling on your face. It's okay to take that those steps back right. as long as you have a plan to move forward. So, for example, if you're, if you're going to, you know you're going to take one step back, you have to have two steps forward plan because mm-hmm. if you just take that one step back and only have one step forward plan, you're going to end up back where you just were. So it has to have a purpose and it's okay to do that. It's okay to step back and take that, use that, do that sober assessment and really look at things from, you know, a better, a different perspective and then make those adjustments, you know? So I think just to sum it all up is just being patient and, and live and being not necessarily like living now, you know, getting crazy, but be in the moment as much as you can. You know what I mean? You know? Yeah. I think, well, first of all, that's fucking fire. Let's give you a break. Yeah, I was waiting for one. I was waiting for one. Stupidly, not and running with our head out. Exactly. <laughs> and so, but, but so many people, like what you guys are saying right now, like I literally have the fucking children right now, only because, like, I, listen, every year at that thing social, there's five pro bono businesses that where we help them, they're failing, mm-hmm. like, they literally have no money for marketing, they have no money to do anything, and we help them turn around as much as we can. Yeah. And so, when I talk to these people, or when I'm mentoring any of the clients that we have, or anybody who comes to adapt social for that stuff, the one, the one thing that like you guys are saying right now is what never, never resonates with people who are not who are entrepreneurs. Okay. Because there's a difference, right? There's a difference. There's people out there who are practicing doing it, and there's people right. who like the thought of watching Gary Vee. Especially now, and it's, it's so, so sexy. It's mainstream. Exactly. Right? It's big now. Business now is so much more sexy than ever been. So people are like, oh, you know, I'm a CEO. I'm this and that. You don't have a fucking payroll. Yeah. How are you a CEO? Yeah. You don't have fucking, you know, more than a thousand bucks in your bank account. How are you a yeah. CEO? Like, so for me, everything you're saying right now, for the people who are listening, like, that's why like, I love I love when I talk to real fucking entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Because the deal is, it's like, you know, you have to spend so much time not only just focusing on crafting your, your relationships with the guests and the members and the customers and clients, but also crafting, like you just said before, you guys talked, like I, I, when you walked in, I was like, oh, how's that other expansion doing? You're like, yo, we pivoted. Yeah. You know, we made a different move. Yeah. Like that's, that again, that's an entrepreneur thing where it's like somebody can look at that and be like, fuck, like, and they keep dumping money into this one side, yeah, 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 yeah. money, 
and then it doesn't work and then eventually you're in a shitty situation mm-hmm. where it's like you both analyze it and you said six months boom and i made a change yeah like if more people thought the way that you guys think as a business owner the the, the percentage of it being like 80 or 70 to 80 percent of businesses fail would be way less yeah i think the funny part of what you just said though too is that when we started our journey together we didn't say like all right man we're gonna be entrepreneurs we had a goal and a yeah. vision of it, something. I, that word, I don't even think that word ever came yeah, up. It, was it wasn't like, even a thought. You know, it's it's kind of weird to think now. You know, right, right, you could probably relate to it too. Yeah. You know? I never thought of that ever. Yeah. yeah. I think it was just we had a dream and a vision and it Did was you like. Did you go to college? I went to college. Okay. Yeah. I went for a little bit but not too long. Where'd you go? I went to OCC. Me too. I, I took a couple <laughs> classes. Yeah. You guys are fighting the same class. I, <laughs> I didn't graduate though. Me neither. No, I did not. I just realized that it wasn't for me. That wasn't my space. Shout out know? to Hockey University. Yeah, hundred percent. What helped me realize that that wasn't my place. Right. So I'm glad I did it. It was a great experience, but right. it wasn't for me. And what? So I want to. I want to understand two things. You what college did you go to? I went to Albright College for two uh, two semesters or sorry two years yep. out in Reading, Pennsylvania. Liberal arts school, great school. Everything was good. Changed my major. I actually went talk about a little bit of you know yeah. bump in the road. I went to East Strasburg for one semester. And just wasn't wasn't where I wanted to be. Made an adjustment as far as my major. My my landing spot ended up being Kane University. And I graduated from there. Finished up there. Nice. Uh, you know, it took me five years, but I got it done. And during it, I mean, probably since the moment I came home, so which was about 2010 ish. You know, yeah. 2011, I was finishing up everything at Kane, which was I was going through my internship, my my pre internship in the health uh, rec administration mm-hmm. uh, major. And um, I was able to do a lot of stuff coinciding with the gym. So it was like to the point where we've taken on interns Mm -hmm. from my program that I graduated from years after I graduated from. So it was cool. Let me ask you a question. So so I want to do two things. One, I want to compare. So now you go into college. Now I, again, I didn't graduate school. I didn't go to schools like that. But but you go into school. Was there... Was there a takeaway from your experience in college that, like I'm saying, like educationally, that has helped you in the business segment? Yeah, I mean, no, 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 no. Mine was the opposite, you know. I mean, because I was home, you know, I was home the the second half, so it was a lot of just work. It was we were building relentless, and I was finishing up school, so I kind of dove into it right away. Um, So to answer your question, if there was a it was a takeaway from it, so I, I look at it a little differently, you know, I. I think I approached it a lot of different, a lot differently than other people would, you know. And I was really proud of myself for it because I, when I got to a certain point and I made all, the, I made these changes. You know, I went from Albright to East Strasburg and then eventually ended up at Kane. I, I was sitting there thinking, "Damn, man, I screwed up," you know. Like, right. you know, I wasted my time. You know, I, you know, I, I don't know what I really want to do. Now we're build, all right. Now we're building this business. I should just stop, right? Mm-hmm. Instead, I said, "What could I? What's attracting me right now?" I found, I found out what. I really enjoy and what, what makes me tick. And right. it was that, that health administration, you know, it was in that direction as well as we were doing. So I said, I'm at school. I got all my gen ed out of the way. I, I did everything I needed to do. Let me, right. let me find a direction, which was health administration that I could learn stuff from and relate directly to what could help us improve with the, with the growth of the gym. You know what right, I mean? Right. So I kind of was in a place and said, let me, let me make my route. What's going to help me with with the growth of the gym, you know, and I ended up in the health, uh, administration program. My concentration was commercial rec. So I did my pre-internship at Manalpan rec department, which was awesome. I was literally shadowing the head of the rec department for, you know, for a semester, uh, going to events, going to town hall meetings, 
doing all background sign-up stuff, like like anything you could think of from all their rec stuff, from basketball to, to uh, parent nights to town hall nights to everything. And then I, I was able to do my internship at Relentless at that time. Oh, okay. They came in, they checked the site out, that, that and they, they kind of went on a, on a whim and were like, you know, like, we, well, we're going to let you point, do it, you right, know? At that point, we were able to work ourselves completely legitimized at that point. Right. So the cool part I always like to take from that for him is like, he was going to these classes and doing all this great stuff, but on the other end, like, he was running a business. Like, right. so I always thought that was really cool. Like, yeah. he was going through doing what he had to do, and he did that very well, but at the same time, and whether he went out of his way to let anybody know or tell yeah. the professors, if not, maybe, sometimes, maybe yeah. not. Yeah. A but, couple times. But, but yeah. meanwhile, this guy's leaving, and he's running a real business yeah. now at the same right. time. So I always thought that was really cool to be able to take it, that. It, it, it was cool for me because I got to see, like, the things we were learning, I got to apply right. it right away. Right. Like, it wasn't like, all right, I, I have to, let me remember back to school. Like, I got to apply it right away. Right. So it was cool. I got to see what was going to work for our business and what right. wasn't. Right. I was in these marketing classes. I was in, because with that major, I was in the communications classes. I was in the, um, the administration classes, learning how to run a team and, right. and set up these events and everything. And then I was applying it literally hours later when I was walking into, right. you know, to the point where I, a lot of projects we did my, in my senior STEM classes were... Projects were real, were real events from the gym. It was cool, hey, so and the professors cool. loved it. I thought they were they would reach out to me. Hey, I know the semester's over, but how did that go? You know what I mean? Like you know, because it was a direct relation of it. So it was cool. It was a, that's why I said without trying to say like I did it differently, but it was right. a different approach and it was a different experience because of the timing of everything. You know. You know what's so funny, dude? First of all, that's badass. Yeah. When you're when you have an actual fucking business and you're doing school that badass mm-hmm. and that's that's talking about fucking juggling yeah because the biggest thing though is like so when i started uh occ i already had my business going because i started i started that when i was young yeah and so when i started going to occ i had this one marketing teacher and this was the year that i dropped out right so this guy um and I, you know what for his for his sake i'm not, I'm not gonna mention who he is yeah. but so anyway so anyway <laughs> So I'm in this class, and so they wanted to do a project. It's exactly what you're doing. I, I only continued to go at that point because I wanted to learn stuff and apply it directly. Yeah, right. Yeah. And so I'm like, same thought same process. Mindset. Yeah, so yeah. I'm like, I'm just going to learn, boom, learn, boom, learn, boom. So finally a project comes up where he's like, all right, well, you know, let's do, let's make up a fake business and do X, Y, Z. And I'm like, boom, I already got one. He didn't want me to use mine. He's like, Alex, you got to do a fake one. I'm like, dude, why would I do a fake one? Like, yeah. I have a real business. Like, why? So finally, I fought him to the nail, and he let me use my business. Uh-huh. I got up in front of the room, and they were supposed to like judge your business based off this. So I go up, I start talking about what I want to do, how I want to help small businesses, you know, around the world, and blah blah blah. And he's like, I don't think it's a good idea. Wow. And literally shut me down in front of the whole class. And was like, you know, it's not, it's not gonna be profitable. There's no way. The margins are too high. Oh There's way too many competitions out there. You know, blah, blah, blah. And this guy at the time was like, you know, he, he used to do marketing for the, for Harrah's Atlantic City and mm-hmm. all that shit. Yeah, yeah, Fucking yeah. jerk off. Yeah. So, anyway, <laughs> so, so anyway, long story short, um, I, so I drop out literally following that class. And like, first of all, in my, in my perspective, and listen, in, in different areas, my, my thought process is always teachers are people who can't do. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, that's, and, and I never meant that like a dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I've learned, you know, we have a lot of different entrepreneurs that we work with that are clients, that are teachers, that have side gigs. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. that are mixing shit. from both sides. Yeah. And then also, my vice president, Chris, who went to college in London, he's like, dude, in, in London, like, there are only people who are professors or people who like are like the fashion icon. Correct, yeah, yeah, yeah. Teach. Wow. 
So, so that you know changed me up a little bit. Uh-huh. Right. It was, so, but in the moment, I didn't know that. So I said, "Fuck this guy! Fuck going to school!" Yeah. I stopped going. Fast forward three years go by. Now at this point, this is like I want to say, oh uh, my god, this is going back years ago, like over six years ago. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember the date, but so three years from that moment that I dropped out, I go. I'm at uh, a trade show, okay, and uh, it was like a, it was like Ocean County meets Monmouth County trade show at Point Pleasant Boardwalk. Mm-hmm. So I'm walking around, I see the OCC fucking stand, and who do I see standing? He was manning it. <laughs> so I had to stand at the same event. So so I said I said to one I said to one of my employees, I was like, hey, I was like, do me a favor, go get that guy um, and tell and, and tell him like you know just get him in his direction, like don't tell him why. Uh, yeah. Hey, can you follow me real quick? So long story short, I'm sitting there, and they so my employee at the time brings brings this guy over, this this, uh, this professor. And, uh, and as he's bringing him, he walks past me and he sees me, which I wanted. I didn't mm-hmm. want him to say, yeah, yeah. oh, go see John. He's, you know, we're yeah, 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 social. Yeah, yeah. So he's walking by, he sees me. He's like, he's like, hey, he's like, I know you. I'm like, I was like, yeah, I was like, you don't remember me? And he's like, he's like. Because I remember he's like, you. No. Like, <laughs> forget him. It's crazy. I'm trying to remember. And I told him, I was like, you, you told me my business wouldn't, wouldn't work. And it wouldn't, it wouldn't succeed because there was all these different issues. That yeah, yeah, yeah. And so. Long story short, I wound up bitching this guy yeah. out. Oh, and not, and not in the yeah, 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 yeah. But in a way, like, I gave him some advice. I said, listen, I said, I know you're a professor. And I was like, I know that you've been in the marketing field before. But you're sculpting the minds of people. And you're sculpting the minds of people who are out there. If I listened to you, I wouldn't be doing this Correct, right. yeah. 100%. And if it wasn't for, for you, I was, if it wasn't for you, I, I would be, still be in your fucking class. I was going to say, we got him to thank for adapting social. Exactly. <laughs> Seriously, he's one of your big guys to thank. Yeah. So, so, but my point was, as you're saying that, that and and that's why it's like anybody again who's listening like so many people think that like you're you're supposed to just settle for whatever it is like me coming from i come from a family that doesn't have a lot of money yeah. i come from a family of like you know i'm the oldest of five you know i was in all remedial classes my entire life so i had like the eight in the classroom and like the, i was like that awkward mm-hmm. dude who took like the test i was like i'm going to the other class <laughs> <with the other laughs> like that was me my whole life dude i was not like the the like, right. smarter kid yeah, yeah. In that setting, right? In that setting, right? But as you That's older, the difference. You realize that there's one person in a room of thirty people, thirty different people. Everybody learns differently. Correct. I learn differently. Yeah. And, and and so there's things like that that ends happening, and there's also things like where fucking my eighth grade teacher, like no joke, I just had gotten kicked off the wrestling team because my grades weren't good, and my teacher's like, John, listen, like she gave me a vocational packet, and she was like, I think you should start, you know, considering this because you're not college material. And at the time, I was like. Fuck, I'm like, I'm, I'm a fucking shithead. I'm like, yeah, I'm yeah, the worst. Yeah. And, but the reality of it is that I'm not. And I never was. And that was, and you can't think about that stuff. Mm-hmm. But these are the people who are sculpting the minds of America, yeah, the yeah. country, and the mm-hmm. world. And that's why anybody who's a teacher that ever listens to this, don't be a fucking shithead. Because at the end of the day, when you say to one person, hey, you're not going to be able to do this, or you can't do this, like, that's where you create those walls that fuck up people for the rest of their life. Yeah. Because yeah. they're like, you know what, this one person, I trust that person, mm-hmm. you ran my tests, you're the gatekeeper to my success in my life. If you're telling me that this is a barrier and I can ever, I can ever achieve this, well then fuck, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I hear you. 100%. I, 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 think, I think what it goes back to is just like a lot of other professions too. You know, you think about you know anything where the profession is 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 very like uh, not judged but critiqued for what they're delivering. You know, so which is most things. You know, but like for teachers, it's like the, the, unfortunately, you get some of those ones like the one the example that you just used that are stubborn and that that are in their ways and that aren't the, that open minded teacher. 
and they kind of take make that give that bad look for the ones like you said that you run into and are here to lend a helping hand and are here to to um to you know help mold someone. Right. But if you think about it, they should all be like that. You know what I mean? Right. In, in any profession, that's the profession where you know that police officer. You know what I mean? What we're, we're experiencing in the world now. Those are the professions where people they should they gotta have to start rising and and being like that. You know what I mean? They fucking have to, man. And you know what? Like if I was ever a teacher, like when I mentor people. I want to do. Where's that? You are. I was gonna say you are a teacher. Yeah, true. When I'm when I'm actually like a mentorship scenario where I'm mm-hmm. talking to somebody and like educating them, like, hey, listen, I want to I want to make more money. Like, you know, I want to be able to hire more people. It's like, all right, but like, no matter what, you can do it. But he, but here's what it's gonna take to get there. Yeah, the are reality you, are of you it. Willing to do it? Mm-hmm. Correct. Are you willing not to sleep? Are you willing to like, dude? There's been times where literally I haven't slept in 48 hours mm-hmm. because my mind was just going. Yeah. And I had so yeah. many different uh-huh. ideas yeah. for Gavin Social yeah. that I was scared if I went to sleep. I'm you were gonna to forget him, man. Yeah. yeah. And so like most people are like, ah, oh, that's not healthy. You can't do that. Like, that's part of entrepreneurs being fucked up. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Not normal. Uh-huh. So like, but anybody like that's why it's like in those settings, anytime there's a boundary or like there's something that's gonna prohibit me or this person from growing it's like it's not it's never a question of you can't do this correct can i sing like beyonce or like fucking uh uh frank sinatra no yeah. but if i if i put my ass to work and for, the, for the next five years i bet you i would sing a lot better than you yeah, 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 yeah. and so either way people don't think that way they just think like okay well not never be beyonce that's mm-hmm. fine you're not supposed to be beyonce yeah. but that's the biggest thing i think something cool to take from it as well is someone Whenever you meet someone that actually has gone through it, one of the first things when the time is right is that they want to give back. Like right. now you want to give those things out exactly. to others. You want to show people, right. look what you're doing now, right. the people you're really? meeting with. You you want to give back. You want to give and show that opportunity, which is kind of going back to the teachers. Is You would hope that there would be more people because we all know some great teachers, don't get me wrong, but then there is the other kind. But you would hope that the message would be to instill confidence in these kids right. to go out and go chase your dreams like that's right. what life's about like right. what what makes you tick what do you love like right. what makes you a little mad too because sometimes what makes you mad can help you find the solution to deliver a great product now so wait, what are those little things but I think it's cool when you step back and you see someone most of the most successful people out there they want to give back right. they want to say hey you, you, you are going to have some of those bad nights. And some of the best ones are very honest, too. I, I like yes. honesty. I want to hear. It's cool when we talk about that. Like, yeah, that, that is yeah. true. You the are going to have some. It's, oh, yeah. yeah. But, but that's the truth because it, honesty is the way to go. You know, the truth is the truth. So the, right. the sooner you just embrace the truth and be in it and feel it and, and learn how to grow off of it, the better off you're going to be. So I think it's a really cool thing for you as well that you should – you know, be proud of yourself now that you've got all this stuff going on and now you want to give back. Now you're doing these things right. to give back to the world. I think mm-hmm. that's awesome. Yeah, man. And I think, and Paul, are you going to say something on that? No, no, I'm good. I'm good. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, big, the biggest thing though, I think when you, when you actually achieve something, like you, at the end of the day, before, before there was any of this shit in the room, like this fancy clothes that everybody had yeah. on, yeah. fucking shit, like, yeah. I think they back back away from being a time. It's always been people just trying to survive helping people. Correct. Mm-hmm. So when you when you hit your ultimate like purpose in life, I truly feel that that's where like you just said, like you come into your truth and you come into everything you want to do. Mm-hmm. And from that point, it's all about one thing. And it's like, listen, you from that point just want to help other 
people because you've seen them. If somebody, if you see somebody fucking tumbling down a mountain and you've been there before, yeah. why wouldn't you help them? Yeah, 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 unless you're, unless you're, you yeah. know, you're jerk off like I teach your process. It's it's being authentic, I think. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like you know, just to relate back as an example, like he said, the, the OCC guy, like he in that moment you, he had a couple choices. You know, the two main ones were like. If he does, he could take a step back and and think about what he's really been through, and you know, I'm sure, I'm sure, you sit down and talk to the guy. He's probably, you know, someone like that. They, there was probably a lot of good that comes out of it, but in that moment, like, it's just he about being authentic and understanding, like, I've been through, I've I've done this, I've been through this. So instead of deterring somebody, why can't I just give them what you said before, a, a perspective and a story? You know what I mean? For, to to help them, you know, to help right. them see it from a different angle. Maybe that'll you know change it. Hey, John, listen. Right now, this is what I just got from your business presentation. But if you, these are a couple of things that I would do differently or that I would work on, why don't you try that? You know, instead of now, it's not going to work. Yeah. No, what I was going to say too is that sometimes I feel that some people out there think or don't think or however you want to say, it, but that there's not enough for all of us to go get it. Oh we gosh. could all win. There's oh plenty of it there's out over there. There's billion people. Yeah, out. like there's plenty. Every day. Yeah, right, yeah, right, right. <laughs> yeah, There's so much, you know. So like, like he's saying, I love the word perspective that he brings in. Like in that moment, what's your perspective on that? Are you going to be some guy who's just like, ah, that's not going to work. You got to do this, this, and this. Or you could be like, like he's just said, like he could take that moment and be like, wow, like look at this young, hungry kid. Because I'm sure when you delivered it, you were speaking from your heart because right. you're still doing it. Oh, so yeah. even when you spoke then, it was even more because you were trying to convince everybody. Now, you know, <laughs> you can walk into this place and you're like, all right, this guy's doing it. You know right. what I mean? You have a beautiful place now. Right. But Thank you. Yes. But in that moment, it's like, why not give to that kid, that right. you, you yeah. John, back in the day? Like, you know what? Like he said, this looks great. Maybe if you tweak this, there's this, this, or that. I really see this working for you or something like that you know like it's sad the perspective sometimes on people and people like that they might uh, the way I look at it is like I try to think about them like why even act like that and I think what it comes down to is like they they might have had some successes and done great things and they could have all the money in the world all the success in the world but when they go home there's something in their head that they're not living with that they're not able to live with that that, that why they have to act like that you know what I mean like or why they have to be like that you know why wouldn't you why wouldn't you yeah. Uh, yeah, like it's gotta be, you know. Somebody, somebody that doesn't want you to promote, somebody doesn't want to promote growth in other people. There's something wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So that's why it's like I feel I love that when entrepreneurs like finally make it or fulfill their true passion, that's where they go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so like, for me, part of my big mission, um, you know, I told myself in the next three to four years, you know, right now we're in you know New York and Soho. We have our office there. We have our office here at Derrick Park. Mm-hmm. The next, the next two locations, and this is the vision. Is you know we're gonna hit California like and this. then we're gonna hit London and then that's it cool. and then like then it's just a matter of servicing people as much as yeah. helping as much as we can and that's it and like but the biggest thing though is like you said I mean the, the funny thing is for me I fucking love those moments like I'm a big Drake fan I love listening to Drake shit because when I first started the company I was listening to a lot of shit yeah, 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 yeah and so but like he says things like you know he looks back on certain times where he didn't have any of this, wishing he was here, yeah. and now he's wishing he was there. Yeah. And like, there's so many times now where I remember me like talking in front of that classroom and getting shut down by the teacher, or when I was going like door to door with a fucking suit and tie mm-hmm. onto a pizzeria, yeah. a little ass kid, 17 years old, and they're like, what's this kid doing? Why is he got a suit on? You come from a wedding? Yeah. Like, I just want to make a website for you. Right. <laughs> and like, 
<laughs> and so but the thing is though is that like as you continue to get bigger and better and, and everything you do like you know everything changes and that's why it's like you know just diving into like the portion of the team now where it's like you yeah. know certain, certain times you know you have you have things where it's like things aren't meant to be sometimes and you have to learn from those things and like listen I try to be as human and as authentic and transparent as possible. Like we listen, adapting social as we've grown, we've had growing pains. Like yeah. that's, that's that's the nature of the game, mm-hmm. you know. And there's been so many times where you know we've had people where you know clients didn't work out. We've had cl- team members where it didn't work out. Yeah. And in those moments, as you grow, you're like, fuck, like that shit sucks. Like I want that to always mm-hmm. work. I love that person, but at the end of the day, change is difficult. But change is necessary. Yeah, hundred percent. And the one thing my man Steve Jobs, my my dad virtual mentor, literally, dude, like he says it better than everybody else. And he says, you know, people always fear death, and he's always been somebody who's an advocate of death. Like in terms of like it's the changing agent. Like mm-hmm. it brings out all the old and makes way for the new. If nobody died, there would be nothing new. Yeah, right. Sure. So, but when you think about it like that from a business perspective, it's the same thing, man. When things don't go the yeah, right way, like a relationship like, or a oh, it's, tough, yeah. it's tough, but it's supposed to happen. And I think the the key with that, especially in our business, you know, I mean, actually in all business, it's just relationships. You know, is is making sure you you just do right in the end. You know, 100%. we've had situations. I mean, we used to, in a, in a sense, semi like panic about it. Like, oh no, like you know. The, we were right or they were right or it's not about that in that moment all that matters is that at that moment the 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 link the connection the relationship didn't happen the way you know the way that it was that it looked like it was going to happen you do the right thing by them and 99 percent of the time as we grow and when we fulfill those things that maybe those people were looking for at the time we didn't have or we we lacked the, thereof well, they come right back in the door you know years later i'd say a good amount of them you know a good, a good amount of whether it's you know our clients, our team members, you know, or even, um, you know, connections like ours, you know, like businesses like ours, like companies that we worked when we first started, they were working some kinks out. We ended up on good, on good terms. And then years later, we, Hey, let's regroup and go back. Cause we kept that connection, you know? For sure. And dude, there's, when you do, when you do the right thing and you're, you're, uh, like truthful, authentic, yes. and you want to like, and you actually care about the person and the people and the customer, like, no matter what, they'll come back. Oh, yeah. yeah. They'll come back. And I've had so many different clients where, you know, they're like, hey, you know, we're making some changes, blah, blah, you know, we're going to save some money, this and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, whether it's a month later or 10 right. months later mm-hmm. or a year later, they come back and they're like, hey, you know, we missed you guys. Right. Like, right. Yeah. But, Both sides were transparent, bro. You were honest to them, they were honest to you, and that's all, that you, that's all you could ask for, you know? Because honestly, I don't want to do business with anyone else that's going to act. If I'm going to act like that, I don't expect them to do business with me. And if they're going to act like that, I don't want to do business with them. You know what I mean? That's true. That's the truth. You got to catch up, man. I think, I think too, you know better than anybody coming from your space and where you're working, but the word of the product or the, the way that you handle or treat someone is going to get out quick now there's no secret so what are you really trying to do you're trying to play somebody out you're trying to what are you doing you know like i think it takes more to be authentic and real but the way times are turning is that is the only way now you cannot Mm -hmm. be fit you got to be real you have to be straight up and be nice we always say it's not what you say it's how you say it you say it very nicely be respectful be honest be real Take control of the situation. Like, because bottom line is it's going to get out there. 
We can, you throw a post down, you can see thousands of people are going to see it now, you know? Like, so what are you, are you trying to like be smarter than someone? Like, no, just be authentic, be real and go with the flow and always do right by people. And I think that's one of the other big things that have gotten lost, especially in our space. Mm -hmm. I'm sure there's other spaces as well, but definitely the gym industry Mm -hmm. that has really gone by the wayside. Dude, I was was just about to say that before, talking about people saying like being negative about ideas and stuff. Like if somebody, honestly, if like my brother came to me tomorrow and said, I want to start a gym, I would be terrified. Like dude, Planet Fitness charge for 10 bucks a month. (laughs) (laughs) Retro Fitness charge for 1999. Like how are you going to make any money? But see like, that's the thing. You can never say that to somebody. Mm -hmm. You guys are crushing. You guys are doing great things. Mm -hmm. You guys are like, and so like, that's one thing I give you guys respect for because you're innovating. Actually, we're in the same situation because you're innovating in a space now where people are trying to make it so fucking uh, minute yeah. to pay for. Like, yeah. kind of this is whole entire revenue model mm-hmm. is make it so fucking cheap that three thousand people will mm-hmm. sign up and maybe a hundred people go. Yeah. yeah, and it's so cheap that's ten bucks that you're never gonna cancel. You're like, fuck, it's not worth the right. pain to pick up your phone and call or just yeah, write right. a letter. Mm-hmm. Like, so in a space that is going that cheap. Like, I give you guys so much credit for debate. I think that, too, what happens is, I think it's always been this way, but now we see it more because of things like social media and reviews and, and easily yell, you know, just the stuff you could easily go to and find out about about a service. It's oh, I think where it is is, like, you have the places like the, the, the big chains, you know, the big branch gyms. They don't care. They'll take 10 bucks a month, and it's not about the result. But then you're also getting these people that – are charging $300 to, for them to send you a workout online only. You'll never see them. They don't know anything about you and people are going for it. So you got people, you got people selling shit for cheap and you got people selling shit for expensive, but no one is, is willing to do kind of what we're willing to do and be patient and be in the middle and, and offer the right product for the right price and for the right, and just have everything be authentic and and real. And not, not a lot of people are willing to take that time because they either want they want the they want the money. Now, they right? want they want to do nothing, or they want to get all the money right away. So they want to do nothing and get paid shit, or they want they want to sell shit and get paid everything. You know. You know what I think about that? Wait, another one. Did I get three. Oh, dude, <laughs> which one is that? That's a fart. Okay. <laughs> that one. That's because I said shit so many times. Yeah, <laughs> the people, the people who don't want to put in work, you gotta be like, yeah. It's true. But but so let me ask you a question. Um, when it comes to, when it comes to, so you guys clearly have identified one thing. People will pay any dollar amount when they see the value. Correct. Correct. One thing Tony Robbins says all the time is that what, what he used to charge back way in the day, right now, um, you know, we're, I'm going to a Tony Robbins event, right? Oh, nice. And, and, uh, in New York. Cool, cool. And the all used to power up in that shit's like, all in that shit was almost like three fucking grand. For like three days, like, of like 12 hour sessions. Mm -hmm. And so when I was in the Tony Robbins coaching program, mm-hmm. right? And so the one thing when I look at that and the, the coach that I work with said to me, there's a reason why when Tony first started, let's just say he charged $200 a ticket, mm-hmm. right? Now, his, his fucking increase in pricing <coughs> to, you know, present time has went up thousands of percents. Where it's like now where like he has, he has 3,000 people in the room paying over five grand sometimes. A person. A person, yeah. But that took time, and he didn't. He wasn't trying to sell over five grand off the bat. Right. So the people didn't have the blinders on, and they didn't think it was all that in a bag of chips. Right. They they saw it for what it really was, mm-hmm. and he improved it along, and he just kept, kept building well, that. Point, though. 
for, for now talking about you guys being in an industry where everyone's trying to be fucking like, you know, price gougers down yeah. to the fucking barrel or the bottom, yeah. bottom of the barrel. Like, the one thing that he said though, and he said this so fucking intensely watching a YouTube video, he was like, there's a fucking reason why I don't charge the same price. And when you look around the room, he has people from all over the country, from like, I think there was like 20 countries in the room. Mm-hmm. Uh, different uh, speakers that are fucking like actually, you know, uh, communicating what he's saying in Russian, this way, that Yeah. But people will pay for massive value. And so what you guys are doing is clearly a value add. Correct. Where yeah. people are looking at it and they're saying, I'm not going to go spend 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm going to go here and everything you said that you do, mm-hmm. they're, they value it. 100%. They're willing to do it. Mm-hmm. I think a big thing that we preach is the value is in the experience. Right. We give a lot of free. We, we do free in the beginning. Because our product, I believe, is so authentic and original, yeah. we need to let people come in and experience it first. Mm-hmm. Because I think we take a lot of pride in undercharging but over-delivering our product. Right. And I say that I believe the product is m- much more valuable, Everybody but I understand. Undercharging and over- over-delivering. Delivering. Day in and day out. And- <laughs> I say that because we know in our hearts the value behind the product and right. where it's going to go. Right. But the reality is, is other people may not. So right. what are you going to do? Are you going to be stubborn and be like, well, this is our price. Right. This is it. Like, mm-hmm. no. Get the people in. Be- we are so confident in our product right. that we need people to feel it. Because I'll tell you one thing. Our, our conversion and our retention rate is, is, is pretty high. We take a lot of pride in that. Okay, yeah. So we get people in the door and they experience what we do. Mm-hmm. They, they bleed relentless. It becomes a part of them. You my know, man, so my man's just writing fucking Instagram posts <laughs> under fucking charge over the Dude, that right there is everybody who's listening to that, like we're laughing, we're like, that's fucking true. And I listen, if there's one thing more than anything in this universe that I like drives me nuts is where I'll meet an entrepreneur that's like, I have these growth problems, I have these growth problems. I'm like, all right, when did you start? Uh, I've been doing this for six months. Okay, yeah, perfect. Right. Well, how, <laughs> perfect. How, what are you charging? It's like, all right, well, for my service, you know, uh, let's just use a stupid example. I'm a photographer. Uh-huh. Okay, great. What are you charging per shoot? Uh, you know, like 500 bucks. Are you fucking nuts? Yeah. Why am I, you're, I don't know who you are. Mm-hmm. You're brand new. You can't tell me 10 people who love you and love what you do. And you want me to pay this premium price because yeah. you don't have money yet? Yeah. Fuck that. Like, you need to, like, when I was starting, and I'm sure same with you guys, oh, yeah. you're giving shit away for free yeah, so yeah. you can test what I'm getting. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not trying to get money right now. And the one thing, listen, and I'm going to give a shout out to Big Tommy at Frank Promotion City Media. The biggest thing, though, is that too many people focus on the dollar and cents. I, to this, to this day, there's a reason why I do pro bono cases still. There's a reason why I still will go after small business. If we don't have to work with small business anymore, I have a lot of big clients, mm-hmm. and, and I can just really focus on that. But to me, it's not about the money. When you help people, it's inevitable. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is coming back. Mm-hmm. But so many people focus on the dollar and cents, and those are the people who don't fucking win. Yeah, yeah. And that's the problem. The, the, the world of business is a fucking, it's, it's a game. Oh, it's a game. And it's a game that is not filled with rules. There's no textbook. There's nothing. Yeah. It's just you have to do what you have to do to make somebody happy mm-hmm. and want to come back to you. Yeah. And ultimately, over and over. Over and over again. And ultimately, like, it comes down to actually providing that experience and under fucking charging over delivery. Yeah. I was solid. Yeah, yeah, I, like I was solid. Shout out to my man, Matt. I signed an autograph. But listen, we're running out of time. And, cool. and one thing I like to do with every
because he's killing the game today, so he'll give us some time to think. Cool. <laughs> what is your, so everybody in business, I like to gouge character, uh, stance, everything almost off of what, what is your life quote? What is one quote that you really love? It doesn't have to be life quote, but what is one quote that you fucking love that you hear that shit and that shit just gets you fucking going? I think it's uh, it's not about how you start, it's about how you finish. Oh, I love it. I love that's it. That's a big one that we, we throw around. You a see, lot. you know what? And that's one thing. So, like, I, when I ask you that question, like, it's because that clearly means that you had a harder start and that you it didn't define you. Correct. Well, I think, so. I think the, the general idea, too, is that, like, think about it. Anything you do when you start in the beginning is great, it's, it's right. fun, it's exciting. When it starts getting a little ugly, a little dirty, challenged, doesn't go, what do you do then? That's what do you do right. yeah, when yeah, the yeah, lights yeah. are on, the oh, heat's yeah. on, and it's, it's yeah, ugly, yeah, it's yeah, bad? Yeah. What do you do? Right. Do you dig deep and you get a little gritty and you that's finish? That, that's mm-hmm. right. So. Cool. Well, I'm going to roll a little bit off of his in there, but it just embracing. Don't say it, it, no, embrace it. Live laugh. I, got, <laughs> I got that on my wall at home. No, I'm just kidding. Embracing life's challenges, right? Like, right. just. Like, like we talked about before, the wall, right? You got, a lot of people see a wall, and that's the, that's the end of it, right? They're not going to be able to get through it. But no, instead, you have to you have to find a way. Whether it's the hardest thing, whether it's the whatever it is, you have to find a way to embrace that first, and then and then and then go through it. You know what I mean? You have to. To me, there's no other option. You know, the way I, I, I was brought up, the things that that I've been through in life, the challenges, I've embraced them. And and every time, even when I hesitate a little bit or or I get in it and I'm like, ah, I think differently, if you continue just to accept it and to attack it head on, you, you're, you're, you're going to go through shit, but eventually you're going to come out and you're going to, you, you might not have the most, the, the best success in the world, but you're going to learn something from it. You're going to get something from it. As, as rather if you cho- choose to go the other way or, or not to embrace it or just to say, ah, screw it. There's nothing that comes from it, you know. There's nothing that co- that is going to come from you not taking that opportunity, you know. Right. Except the only that would come from you not taking it is that's the only definition of failure. Sure. Yeah, correct. That yeah. is the only yep. way you can. Not fail. knowing is worse. Yeah. <laughs> not knowing if you took that chance. Like, what if? What if I try? What if I did this? Do you know what? Do you know what I'm fucking terrified of? I'm terrified of me on my deathbed saying. What if I did that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm terrified of that, dude. Hundred percent. I'm fucking terrified of that, and that's why stupid little things for me. I will like if I if I were to do something within fucking reason, <laughs> I will literally do whatever it takes to make it. Hundred yeah, yeah. percent. Uh, I love it. And that's why it's like most people, and just it kind of got you know diving into my mind. You know, for me, I've always I, I came off you know from a really rough start. Yeah. And, um, and you know, and I have a super loving family, amazing people. Mm-hmm. You know, I never moved on the streets. I never had that. Like, yeah, yeah. I, had, I had family that had struggle, mm-hmm. you know, and being old to five and money being tight all the time and shit like that. Like, you know, I didn't want that for myself. There were so many different challenges that I saw my parents go through um, that I had to jump in sometimes and help. And so for me, like, I saw that, and, you know, and listen, my parents, amazing people, great mm-hmm. people. But some people, there's there's entrepreneurs and there's people who like want to get the fuck after life. Yeah. And there's people who are happy with just like going yeah. to work, coming home, enjoying your family, and and that's cool. Yeah. That's great. Good for you. Mm-hmm. But for me, when I was younger, and no joke, so I went on Google when I first started adapting social, and I was looking up quotes that that when I saw it, that made me fucking go wild. And then there's one, and it's the only quote to this day that will literally make me do this. And I printed it. I put it in my bedroom and then I put it in the back. So my, my room was in the basement and in my little first office was my parents' basement. Uh-huh. So it was in the back, like a cinder block wall. Yeah. 
And, and the quote read, live a few years of your life like most people will not. So you can live the rest of your life like most people can. Love it. Yeah. And so every time in my life, even today, every time I'm hitting a roadblock or I'm hitting a bump or I'm hitting some crazy situation that's uncomfortable, mm-hmm. out of my comfort zone, I'm like, all right, well, what's going to happen here? I have to learn from this shit. I have to learn from this shit. And I, re- I resource back to that. I'm going to go through this for a little bit and it's going to help me grow and I'm not going to deal with it again. 100%. And that to me is the true definition of, and I love that you guys said, like, I don't even think of ourselves as entrepreneurs. Yeah. And, and it's hard sometimes for me to think about that. But at the end of the day, if you look up the textbook definition of what you're doing, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. And so for me, like I love, I fucking love, love, love people who are willing to take a risk. Yeah. I love people who are willing to do it. And ultimately at the end of the day, the people who are listening in right now, you know, at, at some point, you're, you're either starting your business or you want to start a business. Correct. And, or you have an idea or a business. <clears throat> but don't let anybody in the fucking universe ever tell you that you can't do something because the only person that can actually confirm that is you. 100%. I'm with you on that, man. 100%. I think it comes down to two being understanding that basically what we are is we we see problems we find solutions. Right. That's all we do all day long. Right. We focus on solutions. And I think the cool part is when you do that on a day-to-day basis, it becomes you. Right. Now, like for our families, and like a shout out to both of our families, we mm-hmm. come from really, really good upbringings yeah, and yeah. hardworking people. And, right. you know, but you start becoming that for everyone around you now. So it's, now it's not just your, you know, your day to day. work. It's part of your life. It's yeah. your life. Like, and I'm happy and proud to be that for my loved ones around. Like, yeah. I want to be that call. When and you're married. I am married. I just recently got married in June. You're yes. not married. Yeah. Yep. So I got engaged. I got married. Congrats. Yep. I have a beautiful wife at home. We're very happy. Yep. You know, I mean, we're very excited. She's been with me from the beginning. So nice. I think that's, that's very special. Cool part of it. Yeah. You know, yeah, exactly. I, she really watched me from doing really, really well in the corporate gym world right. to jumping to the bottom and now rebuilding this empire that we are. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's near and dear to my heart. It's, oh, it yeah, says yeah. a lot, I believe. Um, Paul just got engaged as well. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. That's amazing. Yep. So, so, so yeah, I mean, but I think, you know, for both of us being that is, I think it becomes like a special thing. Like now mm-hmm. it's like, I want you to call me when you're not, when you're not good, call me. Right. I got you. And right. that's kind of like what we do day in and day out. Okay. And it just becomes your being now. Yeah. You know, you're the solution of the, the problem, the problem fixer, you know, like you just Fucking find a way. As an entrepreneur, that's the thing. As that's a business it. owner, like your job is to just completely everyday solve problems. Yeah. So it's like, outside of, outside of business, it's like, <laughs> same thing, right? Yeah, 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 I was just going to say, it doesn't change. Yeah, it doesn't change. It's the truth. But listen, so uh, first and foremost, I just want to say one thing to both of you, like, Again, as a client, love you guys. Yeah, definitely. And, and one thing I always say is like, listen, time is the one asset we never get back. Mm-hmm. So you guys being here today means the world to me. It means the world Appreciate to me. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks guys. for having us, man. Of course, yeah. of course. 100%. And everybody that's listening, again, just to reiterate, my man, we had a lot. Of, we had a lot of value back today. There's a lot of good stuff that was tossed around that you can apply to your business. But the biggest thing is that, like, listen, you are in control of your life. Don't let some fucking bullshit. I don't care if it's your mom telling you you can't do something, or if it's your cousin, your uncle, your brother, your, your teacher. Anybody who is trying to stop you, the only person, because you will regret that for the rest of your life. One, if one person says to you, you can't do this and you don't do it, you're going to have some sort of regret, remorse towards that person. Um, and the only person that can stop you is you. And so I like to always end off with saying, create a great day. And I, I, like, to dis- I like to disturb, disrupt minds. Because you know when you obviously see people, you're on autopilot. And it's like, oh, hey, how are you? Good, mm-hmm. okay, great. I throw it, create a great day. And I'm like, what? 
Like, it's like that shit, everybody's, everybody's on autopilot. Yeah. And when you say create a great day, it makes them realize that, like, wait, I'm controlling. You are in control. I, I love that. I like yeah. that a lot. So, what, so anybody says to me, don't just create a great day, don't create a great week. You are in control of your fucking life. You're going to manifest your destiny. True. So you're the pilot. Fucking get after it. And this is not some, like, oh, you know, I'm trying to motivate you bullshit. This is stuff like, you know, everybody that's sitting in this, in this room right now, if you went back and I met you both in fucking, like, middle school or high school, I'd say, mm-hmm. no, you think you can ever run a business one day? I'm sure all of us would be like, fuck no. Yeah. <laughs> and especially... What? Business? No. Yeah, business, business. <laughs> but, so, anybody has the ability to do anything. It's just a matter of what you're going to stop yourself from doing. So, everybody, we appreciate you listening. Please like, share, comment, get this out there. We're going to help entrepreneurs around the world. And Paul, where can everybody find you guys online? You know, uh, shout out, Paul. Uh, RelentlessTraining.com, powered by adapting social, Woo! baby. <laughs> Let's go. And then what's your what's your guys' uh, social media handles at? Yeah, we got Relentless Training on uh, Instagram at Relentless Training. Mm-hmm. Uh, our Twitter is at Relentless Train, and then our um, our Facebook is Relentless Fitness and Training. Uh, so it's cool, man. Check us out on there. Yeah, yeah everybody give these guys some love. They're fucking awesome. Anybody who wants great content in the health and, you know, in, you know, uh, fitness industry, these guys are throwing massive value out there every day. So go check them out. Relentless Fitness Training. You know, they're, they're the dudes to know in the space. Again, create a great fucking life, everybody. We appreciate you. Everybody have a great day.